0: Get Involved Referee is brought to you by Pressbox PR. Pressbox PR puts your brand on the map. From a chat over a pint to the headline of a website, Pressbox PR takes your brand and gives it the recognition that it deserves. With a proven track record with multiple clients, you'll be able to see your press go beyond the box with Pressbox PR. Check out pressboxpr.co.uk for more information. Hello and welcome to Get Involved Referee with Desroach Steve Conroy and myself, Lindsay Heron. And we're going to talk World Cup tonight, lads. It's been capturing the imagination, of course, of everybody who loves football across the world for various reasons. But uh, we've also got a, a little bit of an interesting topic we'll come to later in the show about the potential introduction of VAR in the Scottish Cup, which I'm a bit keen to get your thoughts on later on. But let's just start with Qatar. What have you made it so far, Steve? I mean, it's been a. It's a pretty tepid tournament in terms of, um, you know, the the big decisions in terms of challenges in the park and that type of thing. Most of the problems seem to be from technology. I agree completely.
1: It's it's certainly been... The most tame that um, that I remember, and certainly uh, when you, you see Mr Sunnis and he's commentating, it would never have been like that in his day. Other than the, the Wales keeper, really can't think of anything you know, of a particularly nasty nature. Now, that's obviously no bad thing, but there was one of the commentators, I can't remember who it was, uh, in one of the games the other night, was saying, oh, they should just get stuck in more. <laughs> and there, there's something in that.
0: I think there's only one red card there so far. Yeah, from, from, from my recollection,
2: it's really only um, Hennessy mm-hmm. uh, from Wales, who was... it was a good one, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, th- <laughs> I think the night before, he was probably watching reruns from 1982 and Schumacher and Patrick batiston from yeah. France, because it was a, an absolute doozy. <laughs> um, but yeah, Steve's using the word tame. I think the World Cup this year has been sanitised to, a, to a, great, a great extent. Everyone is talking about the three major things, is the use of VAR. Mm-hmm handball and the amount of added time that's getting on between between each games it's not about the rough and tumble it's mm-hmm. not like Uruguay from 1986 <laughs> or the Mexicans it's it's being played in a very good spirit and also last night you had Brazil playing tremendous football and mm-hmm. dancing amongst themselves and dancing with the coach can you imagine a Scotland team that was getting taking a bit of a a bit of a hiding there that next tackle, somebody was landing in the front we'll row. We'll Mr. Souness
0: again, will yes, we? Yes, I think
2: Mr. Soonis may have had an imprint in that
0: match. It's, it is incredible. I mean, they've got the best of technology, the best of facilities and equipment, and yet um, there have been so many kind of controversial moments involving VAR. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. the, the one I'd like to, to talk to you about first is the, the amazing was-the-ball-over-the-line scenario when Japan played Spain. Uh, quite extraordinary. I mean, even looking at the photographs again, Steve, it's hard to imagine that ball still in play.
1: Uh, I can't imagine how that possibly was in and we've all seen pictures where there was maybe a blade of covered you know, <laughs> painted grass that was touching the ball. I'm, I'm absolutely flabbergasted that that was called out and okay it was a it was goal line technology rather than anything else so rest assured there is not a pitch anywhere in Scotland where if that happens next season that's getting called anything other than out. If that was to happen in the in, in Ayrshire Juniors there would be <laughs> bedlam absolute bedlam but fair play to the fair play to the, the Japanese player for not giving up on
2: it no he, he certainly followed through it was Maida obviously the chasing it to the last last bit VAR's meant to be there to clear and it's not even VAR it's goal line technology for that one it's meant to be there for clear and obvious decisions that is not clear and obvious the fact that people are talking about it three four days later and if you need to be Albert Einstein in a spaceship 300 miles above the air looking down <laughs> at a 90 degree angle with a shadow, maybe that's not football, but it's the it's the current legislation. Mm. Um, but it's it was very controversial, and I don't understand how anyone can can be convinced that it was fully in or
0: fully out. And it, but it's not even the fact that the ball was touching the line; it's the fact that part of the sphere of the ball was over the line. If it's not actually touching it. It's just, no, not,
1: it doesn't need to. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the exact words, but the, the whole of the ball being over the line doesn't say anything needs to be touching it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if, if you looked from your spaceship, Des, and I know you quite like your spaceship, <laughs> um, and you look down and there is the least nick, however minute that nick is, out of the visible white line, then the ball's the balls in play. I don't believe it. <laughs> I just don't believe it. No. Um, but that's, uh, that, that's just the way of it. Um, and that was uh, the thing with David Marshall and the uh, the Euros and you have seen all the goalies. They, they picked on this in particular um,
0: because it was geographic. I don't think anybody could have envisaged that. Absolutely not. I mean, it's we're never going to see that in our game, are we, Des, Like Steve says, we don't have that level of technology in our VAR system. And, and <laughs> thankfully not,
2: <laughs> because I think we'd be here for, for long and weary if we're trying to go over decisions decisions like that. Um, no, we will never have that. We will never have it. The technology doesn't exist within the stadiums that we currently operate within. Mm-hmm. But also, what's just reference to there, if you're looking for the shadow of the ball potentially crossing part of the white line, it's like going back to the, the Wimbledon scenario, isn't it? Where you're seeing the ball coming across on the tennis court Who's to say that little guy in the studio has not got a joystick and he's decided just to hold it back a wee bit or put it on? It's impossible, absolutely impossible, and that one almost was
0: impossible to the naked eye. Another one, just which I thought was an interesting one, was the the the, the Griezmann goal that was disallowed in in the France Tunisia game, where you know he's in an offside position when the when the shot comes in, um, but then one of the Tunisian players then takes possession and, and clears it uh, or doesn't clear it for that matter. Griezmann scores. And it's not a goal. Why is it not a goal? So, as we've said before, it's not
2: an offence to be in an offside position. Mm -hmm. That's absolutely fine, as long as you're not interfering with play or interfering with your opponent. As soon as the the, the defender has made an active movement to be involved in the game, then Griezmann is then automatically playing onside Mm -hmm. because it's the player, his decision to become actively involved. So it should have been a goal. It should have stood. The player... In my opinion, the player did make an, a deliberate attempt to, to become involved with the play. He just happened to make a mess of it. And the consequence was that Griezmann yeah, was able to, 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 to finish the goal and score for France. Um, where we, where we go with that one? I believe the ball was put down, play was then restarted. Mm-hmm. And then they go to VAR. As soon as play restarted, all bets are mm-hmm. off. You cannot go back and then change your decision. So I can only assume at that moment in time, either... The fourth official or the VAR or one of the assistants has been shouting in the referee's ear and it's maybe been unheard to us. But as soon as that, if the referee's allowed that free kick to be taken, all bets are off.
1: Agreed, absolutely. It doesn't matter the uh, the ins and outs, the, the debate that you can have about the, the actual incident. Mm-hmm. The minute the ref, not even the minute, the very second the ref starts the game again, it doesn't matter what's gone before, game's on. Um, and he just, he shouldn't, once he started the game, that was it, he should not have been calling it back.
2: Yep. Um, but see I think we both agree That as soon as that defender Has made the effort To go and play the ball As he's made that decision Then Griezmann's then Back on side Oh yeah yeah,
1: yeah. A new phase Whatever the, the, the phrase is A new phase mm. If the defender Still Griezmann Couldn't have done anything
0: No You've got all these officials there. You've got VAR, the AVAR, the AAVAR, <laughs> or whatever. The second assistant VAR, and God, you've got the you've got the fourth official. The, the, the I don't know someone in the stand as well. I'm sure he's mic'd up. I mean, and they still can't get it right. Too many cooks spoil the broth. <laughs> we, we've all never said that it's
1: or the the, the Sat. We've always said it's not a panacea. The minute you have people involved in anything no matter the <laughs> level of technology somebody's going to make an arse of it mm-hmm. um and uh, i'm more than aware that uh, both des and i have made an arse of uh, things on more than one occasion so we can happily say that but people are not perfect technology is nope. not perfect and we're maybe showing that but Techno- are as, as well being imperfect without the
2: technology technology is only as good as the people who operate it Now, whether that's vr or a mobile phone if you know how to work it and you work it correct you'll get the best use of it if you don't well, good luck.
0: <laughs> penalties, like you say, guys, are, are obviously dominating football at the moment, especially up in, in our neck of the woods. A mm-hmm. of handball decisions and other penalties that, that have been awarded since VAR came in. Um, but two different ones to discuss. Um, Lionel Messi challenging uh, Wojciech Szczesny of Poland. He wins the header, and Szczesny follows through. Szczesny follows through and catches him in the face with his left glove, and the ref gives a penalty. Um, I thought that was very, very soft and, and, and perhaps uh, unusual. I think I agree with you. Um,
1: I, again, it's a contact sport. In the box, goalies are going to be flinging their, uh, their their gloves about. And you, you see, you know, people like my uh, goalies, with McGregor and you know, Craig Gordon, mm-hmm. uh, your, your mate Craig Gordon. It's not just gloves. It's studs and knees up yes. and all the rest of it it's a contact sport and mm. if you're going in near a goalie who is trying to punch the ball then there, there's going to be contact. It wasn't a foul. Um I don't think for a second that was, that was a penalty
2: It's not stopped Messi having the attempt at goal. It's not as if Messi's maybe nodded the ball down for himself that he's then wanting to take a second touch. If that was the case and Chesney's made contact with him, okay fair enough because it's still in that phase of play the ball had gone The ball was out The field of play It was minimal contact uh, Just no It's not a It's not a penalty kick For me And Chesney At that moment time Is allowed to
0: challenge For the ball In there With his hands He's the only one Who can do that mm-hmm. But that's interesting because, like Steve alluded to, their um, goalkeepers get heck of a lot of protection, don't they? I mean, non games. <laughs> they're allowed to come up with Fair. a like, like Steve says, with their knees up. They jump up, with their knees up, which could be dangerous to a striker. But referees never give a penalty to free, to referees. Sorry to goalkeepers for that. No,
1: oh, but we never give penalties to referees. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, they they do get away with a lot more than. Uh, somebody uh, outfield. If yeah. some if an outfielder was to do that on the halfway line, he would be, be a red. Yeah. Um, but they they do get away with it. And all oh, right, they're they're in a particularly vulnerable position, so they they do get a bit of uh, a bit of leeway. But there's there's consequences to to coming into contact. I think with with a keeper. And if he, as you say, he's the only one that's allowed to use his hands, so he's allowed to try and punch it, catch it, whatever. Yeah. Um, and if your face is near the
0: the glove then sometimes somebody's going to cop it as long as it's within reasonable
2: force isn't it so
0: there's nothing wrong there but if FIFA refs are now giving that as a penalty is that going to drip down into our game do you think
2: well there's the what what will determine that is the instructions that come from FIFA to the national associations and how the national associations then Mm -hmm. interpret the coaching for their referees so there is a good chance that it could come down I certainly hope it doesn't Mm -hmm. I think if it does there's going to be a lot of penalty kicks there'll be an awful lot of penalty kicks and
0: you know the the interminable interminable debate about handball guys. It, it was never more valid than the the Uruguay match when playing Uruguay, and the Uruguayan defender hits the deck. He's trying to stop himself from falling. The ball goes under his back and hits him in the arm, and it's a penalty.
1: Uh, it's an absolute shocker. And we've been talking about it. The it's meant to be if you're making yourself unnaturally, uh, if it's okay. unnatural for the, the the movement, if you're making yourself big, these kind of things. Mm-hmm. We're we're doing away with the art of a defender defending. Um, There was absolutely nothing unnatural in what he did. He wasn't trying to make himself big. He was trying to make a damn good tackle. And where's he going to put his arm in a a, a tackle like that? It's totally unnatural to think that you fling yourself into a a tackle like that, that you're going to keep your hands down by your side. It's ludicrous to think that there was anything that other than he was trying to break his own fall. A total
2: reflex. Every single one of us would do the same. I think the, the thing that I had taken from it, it was an honest tackle. He's not, as we've said, he's not wanting to make himself bigger. He's went to genuinely win the ball. Mm. His hand has fallen close to his body, close proximity. His hand's got to be somewhere mm. to break the fall. It's hit him, fair enough. But it was the reaction of the Portugal players. They all expected a penalty kick and were demanding a penalty kick. I'm sorry, you're taking away... The, the skill of the player in defending You're also taking away the skill of the referee And his ability to have his own mind And his own decision to say No, that's not a penalty kick I'm quite happy with that His hands are tied there
0: Well, they're going to have <laughs> to literally be yeah. yeah,
2: theoretically So it's getting to the point where If that ball hits you in the penalty area On the hand, is a penalty kick mm. And we've spoke about it before About guys running with their arms behind their back Like weebles That's unnatural Let's give the referee a bit of credit. The best ones will get the right decisions more often than not. Mm-hmm. Let them make that interpretation that is that a deliberate handball? Has he done it to stop a promising attack? Has he done it to, to stop a goal? Or has he done it just as a natural movement of him trying to defend his goal?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, more often than not, though, most of the VAR, other, I mean, a lot of the decisions have been accurate, haven't they? The offsides... But some of the offsides guys. I mean, there was a Belgian, sorry, Croatia against Belgium. I mean, you're talking what the, the top of mm-hmm. the, the the attacker's sleeve was level or just marginally in front. I mean, where does it where does it end?
1: It, it is ludicrous. But if we're bringing in something like VAR, then we're going to have to put up with things like that because VAR will show mm-hmm. the the millimetre offside or the millimetre not. So I think that's just where we are and we, we just have to put up with it cast our eyes to heaven aye but that, that's just where we are
0: do you think I mean is, it, is it, are we stuck with this forever is, it, is will there become a bit of a revolution will some people say look this has gone far too far here We're, this is not football as we know it um, well, do you think there will be any chance that VAR would be ditched in
2: the future I really don't think so I think that there's been too much time invested in it and too much money invested in it not just within a single nation or a single tournament such as the World Cup it's across the world now mm. and I think for them to go back on it yeah you would get marginal decisions maybe not being correct but it's been far they're invested so much in it too far and down the road yeah, aren't we yeah. far far too far and I don't see it it's, it's here to stay and let's just hope mm. we can
0: get it better but again that will come come through time the other consequence Steve has been the added time Um, in both halves of certain games I mean I think that first England game was about 117 minutes or something like that Mm -hmm. utterly ridiculous isn't it
1: oh ludicrous yeah Um, you know there'll be people missing missing their train people (laughs) won't be getting their tea all sorts of things after that But that's not just down to VAR. Um, That was, uh, they were deliberately targeting time-wasting and they were doing the throw-ins, people celebrating. They'll
2: they'll be playing the World Cup final on the 3rd of January this year.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it is noticeable that uh, certainly in this round, there's a lot less than, Mm -hmm. than there was before. I was going to say that, Do yeah. you think there's been a wee instruction? There? Oh, I think somebody has had a, a, <laughs> a, a wee word, uh, no, 18 minutes, uh, that's a wee bit much, boys. Um, Not least the television schedules,
0: I'm sure, in, around the country,
1: around the world. Indeed. Oh, and saying uh, boys, that's obviously wrong as well, when you have all female uh, referee teams involved now. Um, but somebody obviously said, nah, that's, we're, we're milking this far too much, so bring it back a wee bit. Four, five minutes, That that's... Normal for yeah. uh, for, uh, for us and I, But I don't see anything That has changed Drastically in this Latest round Compared to the The first couple of games That have made the difference
2: Yeah mm. I think Kalina was saying That he wanted to s- Step out the time wasting And I'm sure it was An instruction that was stopping and Starting the clock Yeah Football's football It's not basketball It's not yeah. American football It's meant to be a fluid sport Yes Don't take the The backside out of it mm. But uh, Just tighten it up and yeah We have seen a A light, re- a light reduction in, in the In the second phase mm-hmm. So far
0: we don't want that coming into Scottish football, do we? I mean, we've had some delays at some of our early matches which have which have infuriated the fans are sitting there and they can't even see it on the screen, you know? All they know is that a var check is, is going on. And they're just waiting and waiting for the referee to come up with the answer. Some of the football that we've seen in Scotland, you don't
2: want to be in the stadium too much longer, to be honest. Fair <laughs> so point. Let's just let's just get it right,
0: get it done and get up the road.
2: Harsh, awfully harsh. Oh, come on, it's nearly Christmas.
0: <laughs> but Steve made a very valid point. I mean, um, Stephanie Frappa becoming the first female referee to, to officiate at a World Cup with an all-female team. Um, you know, that's a step forward too, isn't it? It's progress, and I think it's absolutely wonderful that FIFA have taken that
2: decision and not just put her out there with a couple of male assistants and male, actually just put the whole the whole team. Yep, we we support you, we trust you. Again, that word trust. It's a tremendous achievement and tremendous accolade for her.
0: That you two suffered uh, the, the the sort of rather vicious tongues of some foul mouthed players over the years. <laughs> Do you think that that would? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, the industrial language of Uh Scottish football is fairly well-renowned, isn't it? Um, Uh, Oh, yes. Do you think that, I'm joking about, do you think players would behave themselves slightly better when it's a a female referee?
1: Well, that's that's a tough one. Um, I I think they would want to. They they might set out aiming to. (laughs) But some of the incidents that we've uh, all witnessed or been involved in, it doesn't matter what gender the the ref is, Mm -hmm. you'll be copping both barrels. They might regret it afterwards. But I don't think it's going to stop. It's, it's not going to stop the best of them.
2: No, no, I don't. I don't see that being the case. Once you're involved in
0: in the heat of the moment, you just see the referee, and you just know you don't agree. Yep. How far are we away from that in Scotland? Do you think? Uh, I mean, a female rising through the ranks. I know we've had, uh, from memory, I, gosh, I just can't remember her name right now. But she was running the line. Quite like an, a pity. There you are. At uh, Quite a few games, you know, of late. But but what about actually running, you know, in the middle? I'm not awful sure if we've got anybody I think we've even
2: approaching Morag's level, have we? No, no. We've had a couple of um, was it Lindsay Clark um, was across in, in mm-hmm. Europe. At this moment in time, I don't think we're entirely close to someone being in the middle. But there's certainly female assistance being used within the SPL in mm-hmm. the, at the top level running mm-hmm. running the line. Yeah. Um, but the old adage: if you're good enough, you're good enough. Um, no, doesn't absolutely. matter. Doesn't matter your age if you're too old, too young. If you're able to do that job, male, female, younger or older, mm-hmm. you get there on merit. So I hope, I certainly hope they do.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that develops, won't it? Um, like you say, we're into the nitty gritty of the World Cup now, with the, the knockout phase. So that might produce some more um, uh, difficult challenges, let's say. <laughs> oh, it, it surely must
1: do. Um, I would imagine uh, at the weekend, apparently there's a big game involved in England. Um, <laughs> that gets to 10 minutes to go. Um, I think there'll be a lot more meaty challenges, uh, getting flung in and I know Brazil were, were beautiful the the other day but they are no shrinking violets and if they're coming if they're coming unstuck with two or three minutes to go it's not going to be polite mm. so I hope within reason but hopefully <laughs> it gets a lot more tasty than it's been up to now
2: I think now that you're, the, the, the quarter finals and the semi-finals are almost there I think the the purveyors of the dark arts will be uh, will be <laughs> will be prevalent on the on the field of playing, just making sure they see out the game, depending on obviously who it's for and how they how they're playing if they're chasing the game or if they're trying to defend it. But yeah, I think we can
0: maybe look through a bit of fireworks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And just a, t- a complete tangent, but to talking about purveyors of the dark arts, there was an interesting one the other day where Hearts were playing a friendly in southern Spain in Marbella against uh, Almeria a uh, nice wee bounce game you know, let's just pass the ball around lads and get ourselves fit for the resumption of top flight football uh, next minute Alec Cochrane goes in on one of the Spanish players he then forearm smashes him across <laughs> the chest both sets of players and all the coaches fire onto the pitch and the game's abandoned <laughs> never happened in any of mine have you never been to like Come up
2: I
1: would tend <laughs> not to see that especially
2: not in a friendly uh, when I did see it I did think it looked a bit ridiculous up here it would be right Play on get back get back involved, uh, but I did read today that potentially Cochrane could be suspended if the Spanish authorities have
0: had this reported to them. Well, this um, is what I wanted to bring oh, up. Uh, mm-hmm. This is what I wanted to bring up with you because I mean, Alec Cork is playing in a friendly game in Spain. He gets sent off, and the, the SFA want to ban him for two games potentially. I mean, come on.
1: I, I would agree. Come on, that's why when we were doing friendly, they, they could get away with maybe not quite murder, but they get away with a lot more than you would do in a. Uh, in an action game, mm-hmm. and that's why we would always, every one of us, if something was uh, riling you, you'd be speaking to the dugouts and saying, "Get him off, take him off, yeah. get him off before I do," him. because any caution, any red card, no matter if it's a, a, a bounce game down in the, the heat of Spain, that sanction follows you. That that's just. Yeah, that, that's just that. So if you're stupid enough to get yourself sent off in a pre-season friendly,
2: hell mind you. Mm, it didn't even seem
0: like a bad foul by Alec Corker, actually. It,
2: it seemed very you watched innocu- the video, didn't you? Yeah, it seemed very innocuous. I didn't think there was terrible... It certainly didn't merit that kind of reaction to it. Uh, that was very much, um, I don't know, stupid was the only thing mm-hmm. I could think of.
0: But I remember, I mean, when Brazil played Scotland in the World Cup in 1998... One of their defenders was, Brazilian defenders, who had been sent off in their last warm-up game, but he wasn't suspended for the first match of the World Cup. So the rules seem to be a bit vague here, you know. It doesn't surprise me that the SFA want to try and ban someone for getting sent off in Spain.
1: Um, yeah, but who knows when the, the sanction is dealt with by the authorities. So if it was the next game you might have put a wee bit of a delay in it so you could uh, you could get on with it, but it would have caught up with them at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if, if you get yourself sent off, you get yourself sent off.
0: Sting, sticking with the SFA then, some interesting developments perhaps in the Scottish Cup, guys. We understand that, that VAR might be brought in or is being brought in from the fourth round stage. That's when obviously the, the Premiership clubs become involved. But the caveat is it will only be used at Premiership team grounds. So therefore, you know, Hearts, hibs no problem. Uh, you've got Celtic are hosting Morton. So that's fine. Rangers are up at St Johnston, no problem. But then you've got the likes of Aberdeen away at Darville Juniors. You've got, you know, Hamilton, sorry, Motherwell are up at our Broth. And Livingston are up at uh, playing Stenhouse-Muir, for example. So surely that's a disparity you cannot have. I think it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. We, it's a cup competition
2: that's eligible to everyone in Scotland. But again, as we've said before they're going to be refereed under different parameters mm-hmm. and under different applications of the law. So if you're a Premier League team and you have that facility available, fine, you just play with it. But you may have lower league teams, you might have the League One teams. They cannot possibly have that within their ground. So therefore for me it's either one rule for one and one rule for all. And Vivar just doesn't 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 count for the Scottish Cup this year. I don't see how it can be fair and it can be it can be equality
0: for all the teams in it. Mm-hmm. I think they had been bringing it in at the semi-final stage, Steve. Last season, semi-finals and final, there was VAR uh, for the first time, wasn't it? You know, to just to start it and, and have you know, like Aberdeen could get a dodgy penalty against them, or vice versa, Darvel could you know could not a penalty could not be given Aberdeen's way and they could, could get knocked out. I mean, it's just crazy. Isn't oh yeah, p- yeah, absolutely. And apart from anything else, the thing that uh,
1: gets me, it's meant to be the universal laws of the game. It's the the laws are applied the same in Darvel. As they are at uh, Celtic Park, mm-hmm. that's the way it should be. But the SFA and their wisdom are now deciding that it, it's not. And the exact same incident and we're picking on Darvel. The exact same incident in at Darvel mm-hmm. and at Celtic could be called in completely different ways because you've got a recall in on one ground and you've not in another. It's it's not fair. Mm-hmm. It's not fair. It's not equitable. And it's it, it just leaves a really nasty taste in the mouth. Um, I agree we've got the technology there but if Darvel can't use it then Celtic don't use it. So it uh, would have to be across the board or not at all. Absolutely.
0: To, uh, yep. Yep. Uh, because um, like you say I mean, there's going to be a, a there's bound to be a decision somewhere. Oh, there will be. There will
1: be. Yep, absolutely. Um, but you know when, once we get to the say the, the quarter semis whatever yeah. and if it's all premier or, mm. or the, they're all played at Hampton fine bring it in then because mm-hmm. it's a knockout competition it doesn't matter how they got there mm-hmm. but at this stage no you, you have to referee the same in one pitch as you do on another
2: yeah if Darville get all the way to the quarterfinals brilliant let's hope they do because it'd be a fantastic story <laughs> but they're then playing at senior grounds they're then playing at Hampton where VAR is available mm. absolutely fine but until that stage where it's all in the
0: same playing field no not at all you, you wonder why <clears throat> the authorities put themselves in this position the, you know the they're bound to be criticized for this you just said
2: the 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 word you wonder why
1: how many times have we said that Too makes many. absolutely no sense and again you wonder who signs these things off it's it's a no-brainer seriously it's it's madness absolutely
0: not long to go now till the premiership resumes guys you'll be looking forward to that of course next i think december 15 rather Rangers hibs kicks us all off again, in the Celtic up at Aberdeen on a Saturday. So I'll be all back and back on the go again. Well, it'll be a nice wee team start the, if they're all been watching the World Cup.
2: <laughs> Watch this space. Oh God, I don't know if we'll get much of that. Des, will we? Probably not. But hey, that's why we're here. And keeps us keeps us talking. And keeps us keeps us going through the week.
0: Listen, thanks for joining us this week on Get Involved Referee. Remember, send us all your questions to our Twitter or our Instagram. Yeah and we'll discuss it with the lads next time around.